Lord, thank you that you speak through your word. Thank you, Father, that I may not speak what Zolani things, but Lord, you speak through the word. Father, I trust you that it's all about you. And Lord, you deserve the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. I just like the line that says this. It was, it was credited, not written not just for him, but for us as well. That is like a drawing card that is actually... If you're looking at this character of Abraham and then you're thinking, oh, it was just for this old man. No, it was not just for this old man. But it's for, for us as well to come and engage what he was saying to that level. And when I look back in the book of Genesis, I think chapter 15, when God is speaking through to Abraham and actually reading one line that actually strikes me so much and I tend to actually do it when God actually promised something to you, you giggle because you don't believe it in. Sarah as well, she giggled when actually she was told that you will have a son. And how many of us, we do not trust God in that level sometimes? And we look things, seems impossible that they cannot happen at all. And we actually question God time and time, and we're thinking, there is no way this is going to happen. But God himself, he can do immeasurable more than what we think of. We're looking in this world around a God is actually a creator of this whole universe and for us I don't know probably I haven't traveled so much around the country some of you guys are travelers here you've been in England you've been somewhere far and ever but you haven't finished actually engaging what God created but God when he looks at it he looks at it like the palm of his hands it's like nothing it's too small but what I've actually, by hearing these scriptures, by looking at it, I'm finding myself to sit in the shoes of Abraham. That is actually, it was not by the work, it's not for the deeds. He actually seated down and trusted him and have faith in God that God will do it. It's not that it's on his ability that I can do this. Even some of the things that are much heavier than ever. And I could see, actually, God is speaking to Abraham. Get out there. Look at the stars. And you're going to be the father of many nations. And then if it was Zolan, I'm like, God, this is so many. How am I going to take care of this whole thing? And God was not actually asking him to take care of it. God was saying that I will bless you with them. I will take care of this. We are the church sometimes where we're questioning God because our faith is weaker. Our faith is not based in the word of God. This is for me that I want to challenge you today. As we head 
the scriptures that sometimes talking about circumcision and I've been praying in these days because Paul is mentioning that that circumcision, it must not be just a physical thing, but I must be circumcised in my heart as well. Oh Lord, would you search me and know my heart? I wanted that covenant, that moment that I will be able to draw closer to God every day of my life. When I wake up in the morning, I wanted to actually say, I need you, Lord. Whatever I do in my life, I need you. And God's promises, we see here, that in Ephesians chapter 3, and actually Paul is quoting back as well and talking to the Ephesians church, but he's bringing it in chapter 4, which is all of you, we know that actually Paul is saying in, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10, I could do more measurable, more than ever, abundantly. It seems impossible that God could do that. And I wanted to say to you, I don't know how many complaints we'll have because I'm already now, if I was going to be told that I'm going to have the son, I would question God where the money for the school fees will come from. And Lord, that sleepless nights are not easy. I would have so many five questions, but I wanted to challenge you. Don't ever question God because God knows what he's doing. Don't ever ask God what should be done. All you have to say, Lord, yes, boss, I know you've got a better plan. I know you're taking me to another better direction. And I want to encourage you in this morning. You are not here to question God. You must look at this character of Abraham, even Sarah, as I'm talking to the mothers back again, he did not think, oh, where I'm going to get the nephews, what I'm going to do. But he knew that he's going to raise the son that would change the nation. We're raising the people out here who are still questioning God. And a lot of people are turning back to, from him. But our faith does not come from the man, but our faith comes from him himself. And just going past by Romans chapter 4, verse 6 and 8, Paul is explaining and emphasizing that Abraham was justified by faith, not by works. I go to church every Sunday. I serve in the home groups. I give to the needy. It's not about that. It's about himself. And in that scripture as well, I like it because Paul is saying that it's, Paul is not boasting about it. The word boasting sometimes with us, we always like, I do this and I do that. This is my church is like that. It's not actually, God is not expecting that. God is not saying because my church is bigger and whatever. God is building his church. 
We boast about things that we don't need to. We crap about things. Look at the car that I drive. Listen, you have been provided by God that car. It's not that you have done any great works or anything. The job that you have, yes, you prayed for, but listen, it's all God provided you that. And I sit it down all the time. And I said, thank you, God, that I get to know you. Because when I, every time it's going to be a judgment day, imagine now when there's a judgment day and you sit it down and having a conversation with our kings. Hey, God, I've done good things for you. And God look at you. I did not need your good things. I needed you. Because some of us here, I want to say to you, turn back again, repent, and then say, thank you, Jesus, for the things that you've given to me. It's all by grace that we are still breathing. That means we wake up in the morning. We wake up and say, Lord Jesus, thank you that I'm still breathing. It's not because of mercy or any, how clever you are or how excellent you are. It's all by grace. You wake up in the morning because he said yes to you. His promises are yes and amen. I just love how he's speaking the truth to us. How he's emphasizing that it's all the gift of God that we get this. I want you to challenge you as I'm going to be landing. That trust God to reveal himself deeper and deeper in you. Let be a sponge. Let be something that when you say, Lord, I cry out, I need you, Lord. And I'm saying to you, because I'm not a perfect person, and if you're going to stone me as the church that said you lead the pastor that is not perfect, it's okay, you can. But every day I seek for his mercy and forever and ever. I want to dwell with him on his feet. And I wanted to actually kind of understand why, Lord, have you called me? Why have you called me? And the Lord, he will reveal himself every day and every hour. And because he knew there's a purpose and there's a reason. And I talked to a lot of friends of mine. And I said, don't drift away from the church. We come here because we're all broken. We come here because we all need to be restored. We gathered here because we want to seek his mercy. And when we live here, we go to play out there. Because there are so many people out there that does not know the Lord. There are so many people that have actually have hope hopeless in their life. And when I read about chapter 4, I want to have a strong faith in him 
and fix my eyes. I don't want it to do for many audience, but I want it to do for one audience who himself knows me, knows where I stay, knows what I go through. And I want to say to you guys, even no matter how older you are, God is still at work. Even no matter how young you are, God is still at work. What I wanted to say to you, you just needed to have that young faith. When I look at Abraham, he had that young faith of every time trusting the God, even where it seems like this is quite difficult. I want you to live that life of having that young faith. If you look Hebrews 11, I'm not going to go through that. His promises are yes and amen. And sometimes what God has promised me, I put it on the bank. And then I see it coming through sometimes. And sometimes God had promised Abraham that this will happen. It seems like it was forever. But I want to encourage you in this morning that do not forget his promises are yes and amen. Whatever he promised you, he will come to completion. And he is not the God that lies. Church, the people that we are living in this world, they may speak something and promise you, and then you expected something for them, and then they never show up. But I wanted to say to you today, your faith will be raised by looking into him, and his promises will never fail you again. I'm not terrified to back back to God and ask Lord, you have promised me that. I'm not terrified going to his word again and said, your word promised me that. And every morning, I'm actually looking at Psalms 23 and then say that you lack nothing. That what is he promising us here? He's telling us that we will walk through us even the shell of the darkness. He is going to be with us here. So in this morning, I want to encourage you to have an ability that ask yourself, how is my faith with God? And I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Abraham. Take the moment. What would you do? Probably some of you are 78 already. And then God come and show up and tell you this is what is going to happen. And then probably you think this is not going to happen. But I wanted to encourage you again. Have a faith in him. Maybe you have given up. Maybe your faith has been wicked with all the difficulties and the circumstances that come along in our life. But now I want you to have a young faith in him again. Would you call him again and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. I need you in my family. I need you in this world that we live aloud. Lord Jesus, would you come?
and show up. He will show up. And here, you are still breathing because he's got a better plan for you. Even when you go through the storm, he's still in the storm with you. He hasn't actually said, because you are in the storm, I will leave you. He is with you in the storm. And I want us to take this moment and summarize this. That you don't need to pay money or pay anything. It's been paid for you by the cross. You don't need to go to Sangomas or trying to make things in their own way. It's already been done for you. It's sorted. And I wanted to take this moment. If your faith has been challenged, if you have been praying for many years for healing or anything, I ask you to have faith in God right now. And I know I'm going to do this by the faith. If you are not well, if you are sick, if you don't know the Lord, would you come up in the front? But if you are sick, put your hands up. We pray for you. By faith, you are healed. If you're going through a difficult time, let's have faith today. If you are not healed today, God will heal you. He has promised that he will done it. So I just want to challenge you. If you are not well, put your hands up. We pray for you. And trust the Lord to heal you. We are sick. Put your hands up. Can we all just stretch their hands to Janet? In Jesus' name, we trust you, Lord. We pray for your healing touch right now to Janet. Test pain must go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your healing touch. Do it, Lord. Lord, we, we even look to the book of Abraham that he have faith in you. So we have faith in you, God, that you are the God of healer right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Lord, would you remind us who you are? Would you help us, God, to seek you, Lord? Lord, I want to pray for this morning that we can have an, the understanding that you've got it all. I pray for each and everyone here in this morning that they may remember it's not by the works and by the deeds. It's by your faith that we are, we are healed it's by your faith that we are still breathing. Lord, we thank you for the word. Your word is sharper than the sword. Thank you for that. You speak through us, through the word. So right now, in this morning, Lord, would you show who you are? Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. You are welcome. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Lord, we want to remember all the promises that 
you have promises and you said ah, yes and amen. Lord, I pray for those who've been praying for many years. I pray for breakthrough right now in Jesus' name. I pray for blessing right now. I pray that, Lord, we may not fix our eyes in the man, but we fix our eyes in you, Jesus. Lord, whenever we're going through some difficulties, Lord, I pray that we may not be whipped by the world, but we may actually run to you and say, Lord, we need you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Do what you want to do here. Bless you for what you are doing right now. We love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Miracle worker. Promise keeper. Come. We want to hear from you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we just pray for a revival to break through right here in this place. Lord, revival is about confessing the sins and repent and turn away from you. So Lord, if we have done wrong, we ask for your forgiveness right now. Lord, we pray for revival in South Africa. Would you move? Move, Holy Spirit, move. From the bottom up and from the top up. Would you move? We pray that people, they will go on their knees and repent and say, we actually have weakened our faith. I pray for this church that we may have strong faith in you. We may come to a degree where we are not afraid of the gospel, as Paul mentioned in chapter 1, verse 16. That is not the shame of the gospel, because the gospel brings power. Lord, we want more of you, less of us. Would you move here? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless you. I don't know, but uh, I know God is at work. It's been amazing moments where I just, I was chatting with Brett at the time, and I had the picture, and as I'm preaching as well, that sometimes we, we want to trace the steps where God went about, you know, the footsteps around, and, and we, we cannot do that. God is all over. He's everywhere around. And I believe he's continuing working in your life this whole week. And we cannot trace his full step. Instead of that, we must bless what he's doing in our life and say, thank you. And I might be preaching for the next 10 hours, but I will leave it to the Holy Spirit to do the work. If you want a prayer, if your faith has been weakened, we are here to pray for you. But bless you. And I want to say to you, I don't love the building. I don't love the chairs. I don't love the furniture. I love you because God created you the way you are.
and I love you. And I pray that the Lord will raise you up to be the church, not by the name because of Sarepta or the people of provision, so you can present him wherever you go around. I don't grab around and say that I lead the church, Sarepta. I always say that I actually lead the church that the Lord has called me to, which is his church, not my church. And I want to say to you again, I love you in Jesus' name.